Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? I'm fine, sweetie. How are you? Uh, I think I'm pretty good. Um, the last time that you heard from us, they hadn't played, I guess, the biggest playoff game in history. I think it was the Chiefs beat the Bills 27 to 24. I think it was the most watched divisional round. I think over 50 million people tuned in to watch it. So that was pretty awesome. Okay, good. Well, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. Let's okay. see, you know, how things go. I know we don't really know yet, but it's down to the final four. So we'll know soon. Yeah, we don't know who's going to play in the final four yet, but well, we know who's in the final four. We just don't know who the, you know, final two will be, but the final we, two. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will be exciting. We, you know, as we mentioned, but well, we didn't know before, but we have the Ravens going up against the Chiefs. And then we have the 49ers going up against the Lions and the 49ers are favored in their game and the Ravens are favored in theirs. But I think it's going to be a close dogfight for both games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, look, you know, statistics means nothing. We don't know what these guys are bringing into, you know, the game with them. And um, and there's also that piece that's called luck. This oh, piece yeah. that's that's called determination heart, circumstances, you know, so let's just see how it goes. But, you know, as you said, I'm looking forward to it and congrats to the lions. And this is their, uh, they haven't been this deeply involved and haven't gotten this far in 30 some odd years once again. Yeah, and indeed. so congratulations to them and shout out to Detroit. And That's they've wonderful. never won a Super Bowl. They've okay. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I wish them all well, but like I said, special shout out to Detroit. Because right. Detroit is all that. Detroit gave us Motown. That's yeah. right. So oh, I love okay. that. Ma, I okay. have one question for you. Uh, I don't know how much you were paying attention to it, but of course, Taylor Swift was at the game in her suite, and we saw Gerard Carmichael. He for Good. Some, have no idea how he was in the suite. But my question to you is, do you think that if they're going to show the suite, that they should also show when the opposing team scores as opposed to just when Travis scores? No. Oh, really? No. Just when No, it's not about that. It's okay. about Taylor Swift's man, Travis. Okay. No, okay. no. You know what it is. No. Okay. When the man on the opposing team goes with a big star, then they can show theirs. No. That's no. True. That's right. No. Mm -hmm. Travis is working hard on this relationship. <laughs> Yeah, he's worked, he's worked very hard. You are right. That's right. So that's it. No, that's not. Think... That's uh, that's Travis's time. Right. That's it. All right. So you know what, everybody, we need to do a toast. Um, we are still in dry January, and we have some lovely wine. So, mom, okay. let's, do, let's do a toast to Coco, Coco Golf, who's made it to the semifinals in the Australian Open. Okay. All right. Let's lift our glasses too. Coco, of course, long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and continued success to Coco. Salud. Salud. Oh, delicious. Okay. All righty.
So Ma, let's get into a little bit of sports. Not a whole lot because we know everything is winding down. Um, let's give another shout out. I forgot to give a shout out to Joel, Joel Embiid. He scored 70 points last night. Oh, good for him. Jeez, yeah. what were his teammates doing? They must <laughs> well, have been taking a break. They just gave him the ball and said, do what you got to do. Right. Yeah, yeah Joel, <laughs> just, just, just handle the game, okay? Uh, yeah. That's wonderful. Good you know, for him. Yeah, you know what was funny? They asked uh, Kevin Durant why did he feel as though he wasn't in the com conversation for GOAT. And he said that he didn't know why. He says, what hasn't he done? Now, we know what he hasn't done. We know he hasn't been a leader, number one. Not as, as as Stephen A. says, shout out to Stephen A. He has not been a leader of men. Right. <laughs> and, and we know that he was paired with Steph Curry. We know that he didn't win with, the, with Brooklyn, even though that wasn't his fault because he played well with Brooklyn and it was Kyrie and James Harden. And things aren't... Well, didn't he bring those in to the team? Wasn't he instrumental at least for Kyrie? Well, no, Kyrie was already there and Kevin Durant came because of Kyrie. Oh, well, he joined Kyrie something. I don't know, right. something with and him right. and Kyrie, whatever. Yes, yes. Okay. And, and, and then they brought James Harden and you know how that worked And out. that was uh, that was throwing a bomb into every, everything. Yes. All right. And now he's okay. with the Suns. Good. So, hmm. And the sun has set on the Suns. <laughs> right. Okay. All right, bye. Let's, <laughs> let's okay. get into some. Wait, let's get into some uh, some fun stuff, some team drama. So, the Cowboys are having a lot of family drama. So, CD Lamb's mother goes on Facebook and she starts talking about Dak Prescott. She says, "Dak isn't it. They need to get rid of his ass. It's guys on that team that want a ring. They work too hard. He don't want a ring." That was the beginning. Then Michael Parsons' brother goes in on the act as well. And his name is uh, Terrence Parsons Jr. He criticized defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and said, Prescott needs to take a team-friendly deal or pack his bags. He also said the greatest crimes being done to Micah, his brother, were by his own organization and how they are using him. And so uh, Parsons went on, you know, social media to kind of, you know, backtrack everything and, you know, pretty much say that he was distancing himself from his brother's comments. As you know, if I have something to say, I'm not afraid to say it. I love my team, my brothers on my team in the city of Dallas, and I'm more committed than ever to bring a championship to the greatest fan base on earth. So uh, I don't know what you think about that. Then then Dak's brother went online and he says he wants them pretty much to get rid of him. Cowboy fans, why they continue <laughs> DM me, trust me, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. I want him out of Dallas. The city and the organization have been great to him and our family, but done with the drama and the so-called fans, but he loves his team and wants to bring it rings. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think family need to get, be reined in. All family members need to be reined in. Reason is because if there's real negotiations going on, uh, that needs to be done by the people directly involved, not by family members. And then people don't know what's going on. People don't know if these 
family members are just, you know, going rogue and, and saying all kinds of things, or if they really have some inside information, or if they're being surrogates, spokespersons, mm -hmm. you know, for their family members. People don't know what's going on, and it's just not a good idea. It's just not. It causes uh, hurt feelings, you know, it causes resentment, and it's just not a good idea because first and last, everybody's a human being. Everybody has feelings. Mm -hmm. So I think the family members need to be reined in. They ain't making no money, and they're not anybody's manager, and the half of them are dependent on whoever it is that's the star in the family, they need to watch what the freak they say, okay? <laughs> they need to watch. <laughs> right. They need to just watch what the freak they say. And that's that's how I feel about it. Do you think family there's any need truth? need to be reined in. And they need to rein their family members in. That's all. Because they could be messing up any kind of negotiations. Do you think there's any truth? to these comments that these players said these things. There may be. I can't. I don't want to get in that because too many different comments being made. Uh, I'm sure these family members have their feelings and I'm sure they're all looking for somebody to blame. You know, you know, there's the truth. There's my perception, your perception, and somebody else's perception. And they're all representing different people and different perspectives. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, there's probably blame to go around for all of it, you know. But right. um, th that's another reason they need to stay out of it. Yeah. That, that's another reason, you know. 100%. So. I, you know what? The truth of the matter is, is that if you are a mother, if you are a sibling, or if you are a, a wife or spouse, whatever, you, you really just kind of need to stay out of that. Because even if it's your own opinion, everybody is going to associate that as you being the mouthpiece for the athlete. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Negotiations need to be held in private. Yeah. You know, this isn't want, good though, Ma. This isn't a good sign for the Cowboys, I think. Well, of course not. It shows a lack of disharmony. Yeah. Of course it isn't good. Yeah. Well, you know, they weren't going to feel good when they, you know, got the crap beat out of them in a game that they should have won. Right. You know, and it was a game that, you know, just eliminated them, sent them right home. Me? So, and from, uh, you know, from a spanking from a team that they should have easily beaten. So, you know, people were going to be throwing a fit. Right. So, well, so be it. Hey, next year, Charlie Brown, next year. Right. And you know what? Right? Uh, one other thing, it was funny. Yeah. So one of the um, like commentators talking about this, you know, because it's all especially around here, we've been seeing it. Uh, Jeff Saturday, my, you know, who, um, you know, used to play with. Yeah, I know Jeff. Yeah. yeah. He said that, well, they mentioned it, you know, Archie Manning actually came for um the o-line when peyton was playing and you know kind of criticized them and it was very public and everything um and jeff said that you know he it didn't affect his relationship with arch and you know he still you know loves you know peyton and everything yeah. but they pointed out nobody mentioned him specifically by name they mentioned okay you know several yeah. players right you know well that's well see, well see that's but see that's that's really better you know, that's yes. actually better if yes. you don't, you know. Yes, so. that was the whole thing. They were like, well, yeah, if they would yeah, have said absolutely. your name, you might have felt differently. No, no, these, these family members coming out and calling people out. No, this is not a street fight. You know, there's rules to this. There's a lot of money involved and there's lots of rules to this game. Oh, okay. Sure. A street fight, no rules, anything, anytime, anywhere, all the time, you know. But this is not a street fight. You know, this is a professional 
the team with a whole lot of millions and millions of dollars involved, you know. So um, they need to they need to fall back. They need to lay in the cut, as we used to say. They need to lay in the cut. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you. Okay. Uh, now now let's talk about somebody who has been in the media for the past couple of weeks because of an appearance that they made on um, Club Club Shay Shay. <laughs> and uh did you you saw like the little uh, they did the clip so on SNL funny. Wasn't that funny I loved it yeah that was so funny guys oh, if you haven't did, seen it check good, it out okay. they did good jobs for uh uh for the person in uh the the guy impersonating um Shannon was good and the person impersonating Kat was good they were so good they were yeah, so and, funny and it's a female and she did a well, yeah. job she was yeah, she, she, she did the voice awesome. and everything yep. oh really good it was oh. so <laughs> she said there's three things um five three I don't lie and I'm six three <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, that was real so cute. cute. I loved oh, it. It was really funny. Okay, well, I loved so, it. So here's the thing. Well, listen. Now, as we had, as we're talking, over 53 million views to that episode, to the original episode, not the spoof. I, I got you. Yeah. Okay. The original podcast. Yeah. So what listen, my, the the king of comedy right now, I guess the reigning king, many people will say, is Dave Chappelle. Uh, he is weighing in on for me. He's one of my favorites for sure. He's yeah. weighing in on Cat Williams's uh, performance, and he was at some, I guess, some improv in, in Hollywood, and he doesn't necessarily happy with it. He says, "What part of the game is this?" You know, he only went after he says the N word. Uh, he right. didn't say anything right. about any of these white boys. None of these white boys function like that. Cat is one of the best painters in the game. So why are you drawing ugly pictures of us? He said, stop. I, 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 I got that part. I got that part too. I, I understand that part too. He said, hurt people hurt people, but I am a hurt person that never hurt people. And he does it all the time. F this one and F that one and F this one, Chappelle, you know, said, but in, I didn't hear anything that you did wrong. He didn't do nothing wrong. Cat didn't do <laughs> nothing wrong. Cat was talking about shit that ends do to other ends, but not about anything that ends did to him. Then he went on to say, if or he, he did to ends, to, did to ends, right? Uh, right. Chappelle right. then went on to say, if he told his story, it would break your heart and that he had lost everything and never, ever told on anybody. He went on to say that he does F with Cat hard, but question why Cat will call out his peers when all of us are trying to be in a better situation. So what do you think about that? I Well, well Dave, did, Dave did, well, you know, I, I can kind of co-sign on what Dave said because... Um, I mean, you know, for you know, on a superficial level, you just laugh at it and say, "Oh, it's just so funny!" Oh my God! Oh, bye bye. But on a serious level, you look at it and you say, um, "Yeah, was this what you really wanted to do? Is right. this the way you wanted to go about it?" You know what I mean? If you're looking at it from a serious level, and Dave see, seems to even be looking at it on the level of not only peers but like friends. Mm -hmm. You know, he's looking at it on a, like a totally personal level, and on a personal level, I would, I would, I would be hurt. 
I would be offended. You know, I would be very hurt and I'd be very offended, you know. And um, and I would be thinking in terms of why you're being so disloyal. You see, well, you know, we're the audience and we're just laughing. We're yeah. just, old cat, he's just talking all the all type of stuff and telling everything. And if it's true or not or whatever, it all seems so funny and ooh, ah, and for the shock value. But if I'm looking at it as a peer and as a friend and as somebody who's known you for a long time, I might be looking at you very differently. Well, here's you know, my thing, very huh? differently. So I, I totally, I totally appreciate mm -hmm. uh, what Dave said. Dave wasn't let. Dave wasn't joking. No, he wasn't joking about. He wasn't. He wasn't joking. seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah. well. See, here's my thing. Uh, I love Dave Chappelle. And, you know, I just love to hear him, you know, tell jokes and tell stories. I, I love it. Cat, uh, I never was really that into with his material. But if you just sit right. down sometimes and listen to him, he's very funny. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, his appearance on uh, Shannon Sharp show, it was very funny. But it was also cruel. Um, right. and it was mean spirited. Right. But it right. was funny. And so right. I don't know how to judge that because Dave Chappelle, sometimes people say some of the things that he says is a little mean. Although we know that he has a good heart and we see him being friends with these people. Well, I what I think it's because it's yeah, your friend. I, I, is it I, off I, limits because it's your friend? No, I don't think he meant that. No, 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 no. See, now me, I'm not, I'm not even taking it that way. Okay. I'm taking it, I'm taking it that. He's telling up not. I'm tell. I'm taking it that Dave Chappelle is not viewing what Cat Williams said as a bunch of jokes in a comedy skit. He's viewing it as him, it's potentially exposing things about these people's personal business and lives. Mm -hmm. Not it. No longer in the arena of making jokes, but in the arena of an expose. But did you, you not find it funny? I thought it was hysterical. So what's the so how? I thought, what do you I, do? I, I, I thought it was hysterical. N no, no, no. I thought it was hysterical, but I thought it could also be not funny. What I thought was so funny about it was that he had the balls and the nerve to do it. Not mm -hmm. that the stories themselves were funny. No, they but weren't. that yeah. it, it was nothing funny uh, in inherently funny about what he said. It was just so funny that, oh, you saying that? Wow, cat, whoa, oh, you said that? That's what was funny about it, the shock value. It didn't have any comedic value because somebody lied, because somebody stole your material, because somebody ain't the king of comedy, because somebody can't read or on and on or what all he was saying. It was nothing funny about what that. The funny part was that he had the balls to say it. You understand? That's what was funny. The shock fact. It was nothing. Nothing. It was nothing comedic about it. So, <laughs> to me, it's very different. Listen, to I, me, if he would have made jokes about, if he would have told a story the way Jay Z told a story about DMX, that was hysterical. You know, that was it. That was in stitches. The way he told how DMX drank his red juice and paced back and forth before he started with the show, and he mm -hmm. had to go follow DMX, and DMX had turned it out. It was praying on the stage and everything. That was hysterical. It was a funny story about DMX. He didn't go around and say, "Yeah, oh, you know, DMX. He stole my stuff. He wasn't gonna do nothing. I brought everything." You know, he didn't malign DMX. 
but he told a hysterical story about DMX. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's well, different. Cat wasn't telling no funny stories about nobody. Cat was dogging him out. And maybe they deserved it. I don't know. I'm not saying I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying it cat could have really just been telling the truth. And if he was, it probably some of it probably was, was true. And if it, he was, it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't nice. good. Well, right. no, it wasn't. It was different. different. It was different than laughing at if he would have been laughing at Steve Harvey, if he would have been laughing at this one and that one. But he was talking about, yeah, Steve Harvey stole from hanging from Mr. Cooper. Steve Harvey stole, you know, on and on and on. So it's, it's, to me, it was very different. To me, it had a very different tone and a very different intent. You know, to me, to me, it was not the same. And when Dave tells stories, he might say anything about anybody, and God knows that. But he's telling funny stories about them. He's not talking about what a terrible people they are. He's joking about them and saying silly and foolish things about them. This man was saying this is how they made their living, lying and stealing, stealing people's material and all well, that. I don't know. I'm, I I'm, want you to see. I, I oh, okay, all right. So anyhow, never mind. I'm I'm not going to go into it. But I have something else I want you to see. We'll talk about it later. I want you to see something else, and, and we'll talk about it on the show. But it'd be a surprise. I for didn't people. say. Listen, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I have to. Play I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm saying I I appreciate it. I appreciate it from from all perspectives. You know, I I so far I'm agreeing with everybody. So far I'm agreeing mm-hmm. with everything everybody said, and also acknowledging. Cat's right to say it. I'm going go with all of it because that's how I feel. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's move on to um, another young woman. And when I say young woman, I'm referring to Madonna, uh, who is, you know, all of 65 at this point. Uh, she returned to the stage. A young woman. Yes, a young woman. She returned to the stage in New York the other night. Um just a few days after two fans filed a federal lawsuit claiming her two hour lateness at a Barclays Center concert last month constitutes as a breach of contract. Now, uh, I don't know what you think about that, Ma, but the two fans suing her, Michael Fellows and Jonathan Hayden, said she didn't take the stage in Brooklyn until after 1045 p.m. for her December 13th show. Though the tickets for her celebration tour show indicated the performance started at 8.30 p.m., it was a Wednesday and Fellows and Hayden were angry because they had to get up early the next day. So they're trying Mm. to put this, like I said, a class action suit. They said they didn't leave the venue until 1 a.m. and they were stranded due to limited public transportation options and had to pay more to order a ride share, which is also experiencing a surge price, you know, due to demand. Yes. What are your thoughts on suing a performer for being late? Because then you could sue all of them if that uh, I, well, you know, you're asking me the question and answering at the same time. Well, I was going to answer that too. Is, but... No, no, no. I'm saying that's exactly my answer. Because, mm-hmm. listen, I, as I told you many times, I once waited five hours to see a performer. Wait a minute. I don't know where he was waiting, but I was waiting outside. I was standing on the outside. People have waited overnight to buy tickets to see performers right. of their own volition. Nobody told them to do it. But they've done it. People have camped out overnight just to buy the tickets to go oh, see performance. Okay? And everybody knows that. And I waited. The performer was supposed to start at 7 o'clock. And he didn't come on until 12. 
midnight. Okay. Right. And guess what? I had a wonderful time waiting. I was with a bunch of different friends and we was meeting people. We was on the line and we was talking and we was enjoying our different get high and entertainment and everything. And I had a wonderful time waiting on the outside for the entertainer. But it took five, he was five hours late. So the only thing I'm saying to that is this, that's a bunch of nonsense. I don't think I've ever seen a performer actually hit the stage when they were supposed to hit the stage. I think everyone I've ever seen was late. Yeah, I don't. I, I I really have ever seen a live performance where the performers show up on time. Right. So what um, I'm going to say is this: I don't know how he'll make out, but I'm going to say no. Much ado about nothing. You know, I I would not even waste my time with that. I don't know that they're going to make out with anything, but I don't think they're going to have very much success. So, I don't know if it's going to even be worth their while because live performances are notoriously late. Well, that's just what I was going to say, Ma. Uh, I know that someone sued Madonna in the past for being late, and that was just thrown out. That and that's where the, and that's where this one needs to go. Because all that stuff he's talking about, those are things that and you two people, for. two men. You can, well, whoever. You know, you anticipate that it might go late, it might go long. You anticipate that you will need to make arrangements for your travel and so forth. You anticipate all that when you're going to a concert. Well, if you if you know you're not able to go, then you don't go. You make those assessments before you purchase your tickets. And, you know, I was just going to say, my like, you know, listen, it, it, people can sue for whatever they want to sue. But to me, absolutely. It, it just doesn't seem like the best thing in the world to do. Number one, you made the choice to buy those tickets. You knew what day it was on. Um, anything live. Absolutely. Unpredictable. Anything. Of course. Happened. You well, know, of course. and we know, and well, Madonna, of course. and apparently, apparently something did happen. And, so, and Madonna you know. um, had to reschedule, you know, a series of her concerts due to medical, uh, you know, issues. Concerns. Or issues, yeah, medical absolutely. Concerns had, you absolutely. Know, so, yeah, to me, you know, really, it, it, it's frivolous is what they yeah. call a frivolous lawsuit. So yeah. I don't know who's going to hear it and, and so on and so forth. But it's very frivolous because as you stated from the beginning and it is right now, we could all sue almost every live performance artist because they're yeah. always late. And we know? don't want to do that normally to people who no. we really like. You no, know, of course we support not. them. Of we know how not. much it is. You right. know, it's, it's a privilege to go see. Right. And you know you what? And it's that. all in the game. Right. And, that, and it's all in it. That's all part of it. And we already know that. Right. So, so there you go. Okay. Speaking of artists, Ma, so uh, another artist was on Tamron Hall's show uh, that is Ja Rule, and he was not happy uh, in regards to the 50 greatest rappers of all time list that came out uh, from uh, Billboard and Vibe, and he was not included on it. And he felt is that what he was not happy about? That was that what he, he wasn't, wasn't included. He was not included on it. Oh, so I know how wow. much of, I know how much of a rap fan you are. Um, I'm gonna go through mm -hmm. fifty to number forty, and then I'll tell you the top ten, and you let me know if you think that you're gonna Jar go from fifty to forty. You mean you're gonna go do the bottom ten? Gonna do the bottom ten, and I'm gonna do the top ten. Okay. Okay. Tell me if right. Jar Rule should be in this list on this list I, you know what i'm not exactly even sure if i called ja rule a rapper because ja rule can sing i don't think he can sing ma well i've heard him sing what was he singing right on time call me something <laughs> i don't know 
So number 50 on the list is Rick Ross. Good. Okay. Rick Ross, now, all right. Yeah. Num number 49 is Reverend Run. Of course. Number 48 is Melly Mel. Yes. Number 47 is MC Light. Okay, you know I like MC Light. Number 46 is Jadakus. Good. Okay, number 45 is Ice T. D definitely. Number 44 is Queen Latifah. You know that's right. Number 43 is Bun B. Okay. From UGK. Okay. Okay, yeah, number okay. Number 42 is Red Man. All right. Number 41 is E-40. Do I know E-40? Mm, yeah, I don't know if it says UGK. You know I'm not all. Okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead. You know E-40. Okay. I think it's E-40. E-40 might have might have passed. I think Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Number 10 on this list, Ma. Now, here we get to the, the heavy hitters. Nikki okay. Minaj. Okay, you got to give Nikki hers. Okay. Number nine, Snoop Dogg. Please, you know that's right. That's too low for Snoop. Okay. Num number eight, Drake. All right. You give him his props. I don't like his attitude, but he, you know, he has something going. Go ahead. Number seven, Little Wayne. Yeah, he's a, a good no-talking rapper. Go ahead. Number six, Biggie. You know that's right. Number five, Eminem. All right. Some people Num say that's too low for him, but go ahead. Number Eminem, four. You, you know Eminem, he deserves his props now. Oh, you of know. course. Mm -hmm. Number four, Tupac. Yeah, baby. Number three, Nas. Yeah, please, you know that's right. All hell. Number two, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, baby. And who do you think is number one? <laughs> girls, girls, girls. I love girls, girls, girls. Is that Jay Z? Right? Yes. You know that's right. Big pimping. Do, 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 good, do, my real do, good do, examples do. of his best work. Good. Well, you know that's right. Good. You know that's right. Oh, I agree so, with those top ten. Those okay, top so 10 do you think good. Ja Rule should be on this list? He could go somewhere there in the middle. He could go there somewhere in between. 39 and 11, right? Because we covered the other ones, right? Yeah, we so well, he could 40 to he, 11, we didn't cover them. Yeah, oh, we, we stopped at 41, right? Okay, yeah. so he could go some, I think he could fit at probably number like 39. He okay. could go somewhere in there. Okay, he couldn't, he couldn't be near the top. Mm -mm. He couldn't be, a, he could definitely couldn't be at the top. They maybe could have thrown him on there because he had that real big, good, heavy bass voice, you yeah. know. Yeah, and you I wonder where's DMX. I didn't check the list. I know DMX is on the list, but oh, DMX should have been pretty high. Oh yeah, DMX, DMX. I'm surprised he wasn't in the top ten. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was just for his for his uniqueness, you know. Yeah, yeah. But DMX was such a renegade, you know. He had so much other stuff going. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. Oh gosh, I don't even want to think about it. But mm -hmm. okay, maybe Ja Rule could have been. Ja Rule might be legit. Ja Rule might have a legitimate maybe. complaint. Uh, the top 50. Now, if they would have yeah. said the top five or 10, he could could step back. You yeah, know, he top fall 20, back. he could step back. Yeah, but, but you know, the top 50, he they could have squeezed him in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that that's not, I, I don't think that's too unfair. 
yeah. you know, for him to be, uh, you know, upset about that. I think he has a legitimate gripe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, Ma. So let's move on to something that was just announced earlier today, and that okay. is the Oscar nomination. So I'm not going to go crazy in depth like we, you know, always do, but I am going to key in on, you know, the major categories because okay, I need you to tell me, like, just you know, initial reaction. You know, who was somebody snubbed, and you know, what did you think? All right, so okay. Oppenheimer received 13 nominations. I almost okay. don't want to watch the Oscars because of that. Right. Um, number two was Killers of the Flower Moon. They received 10 nominations. And then Barbie. Okay. All right. That's a respectable number. Because yes. the, the picture was all that. The picture right. was all that. Right. And okay. then Barbie received eight nominations. Well, you know, I guess that's supposed to be Barbie, modern day Barbie. I guess it's supposed to be woke Barbie or whatever. So I say, okay, for its genre, you know, it's a little different genre, you know. So, but yeah, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll say, okay, with Barbie. But the only one in there I'm really not feeling is 13 for Oppenheimer. I don't even want to hear their name called 13 times. Right. Uh, okay. Right. Okay, okay, so uh, let's start it off with um, a best supporting, I guess it's best supporting actress. Now, there is one glaring name in here that is I shocked. So Okay, have, let me hear. We have Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Expected. Okay. We have Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple, Expected. Okay. We have Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers, Expected. Okay. Jodie Foster for Nyad. Pretty much. All right. Okay. America Ferrera, Barbie. Huh? America Ferrera, Barbie. I did not. That's a surprise. That's a surprise. Nothing against her. I didn't feel as though that she. The role was not outstanding. Right. The role role was not even notable. Right. Where where is. Uh, That's out of left field. So Ma, do you think that we should have seen a Taraji or we haven't seen Penelope Cruz in a Ferrari in a Ferrari? They say that one is really good. But uh did did Taraji's performance move you more than America's? And do you think that all of this definitely stuff, for, the America Taraji, was not notable? Hold up, Ma. Do you think all this stuff that Taraji hurt her getting a nomination? But go ahead. Sorry. I don't know that it hurt her, but I could tell you one thing. It didn't help. That's what I'm going to say. I don't know that it hurt her, but I'll bet you anything it didn't help. I told you. I told you my opinion before, and I mean it, and I said it on, on the podcast. She didn't need to be bringing that negativity at a time when she's supposed to be promoting the movie. And that's all I had to say. Not to, she could have brought it behind the scenes. Right. During, you know, at the time she was, you know, dealing with the movie. Right. That, that fine. But you doing a publicity tour for the movie. And all I, the first thing I can hear is how this and that and, oh, you know. No, I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. Because to me, you know, the work comes first. You accepted it. The work comes first. We can negotiate before and during and after. 
okay, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But we're not negotiating in front of the camera with you maligning whatever. Okay, that's not happening. I'm not working with you. I'm okay. not working with you. And I don't care know what color you are or nothing else. If you bring that to me and my work and my cast and all and all the other people involved, I'm not working with you. Okay, I told you that. I told you I'm not working with you. And that's why I said Taraji wasn't smart. That's why I say Taraji act like sometimes she doesn't have good sense. Well, nothing wrong with her. Nothing wrong with her fight. But you pick, you pick where you fight your battle. Nothing wrong with your fight, but you pick how you fight your battle. If you want to win it, if yeah. you want to win, you pick where you fight your battle. Because she's going to mess around. And guess what? People going to be, oh, boy, that Taraji. I don't want to be bothered with her. Yeah. Yeah. No. I Listen, I understand. Um, you know. I no, understand. No. Listen, I de was defending Taranji because I believe I defend her too. I, I her believe right that to her right, and I believe that yeah. what she's saying is true. But it appears as though maybe she should have used a little better discretion. Um, that when, that's the only thing when she put that's this the in the only out. thing, yeah. not during the publicity tour, because that's what it was. That's how Monique got in all that jam. Wouldn't go around with her publicity tour and all that, you know? Oh, come on. You know. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, so those, so any other snubs, Monique, you can think of off your hand from that game? Well, I don't know. I mean, that you just mentioned right there. Uh, well, Fantasia? Ma, we didn't get four? to her category, Ma. Oh, okay. I, no, I didn't know. Didn't, didn't, well, didn't, didn't we, we, we move, move forward, on. but I just move on. Okay, then move on. No, uh, th that was a surprise. That wasn't a snub, but that was a surprise. And then, the, the I mean, about America, that wasn't a snub. That was a real surprise. And then Taraji, I'm not surprised. Okay. I, I, I say it was a snub, but, you know, could potentially have been a snub, but I'm not surprised that she got snubbed. All right. Okay, if that makes any sense. Okay, uh, so next category is best supporting actor, and in here, uh, I don't know if we have a snub or not. We have Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. I love that. Good. And and uh, just a heads up, American Fiction got five nominations. Okay, uh, so all right. So we have Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. Well, mm, well, you know that's right. You know he. Please, he's a perennial. He always does his thing. Yes. Uh, Robert, he's already a goat, you know, so whatever. Yes. Right? Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer. Even though I wasn't a fan of Oppenheimer, he gave a, a great performance. Well, he was the, the main one in the picture that gave a good performance to me. I, yeah. I said out of all out of all the, the people, all the, you know, so-called stars and everything, uh, you know, what's his name? Killian and all that. I, you know, no. To me, the man was Robert Downey. And so, I thought Emily you know, Blunt did a good job as well. Yeah, I said men. I'm talking about the guys. Men. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Ryan Gosling. I, 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 I co-signed with that. Mm -hmm. Ryan Gosling for Barbie. Hmm. Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. So, my, there's no... Yes, honey. Mark Ruffalo was over the top. Oh, he was so good. That's a hard one because they had several excellent performances. Male, you know, yeah. you know, in... in uh, poor things. Mark Ruffalo so, was all that. He so no, was so good. Yes, no William Defoe, unfortunately. In okay, that. now see, to me, no, to me, William Defoe, he should have been front and center. And then who would he take out, though, Ma? Well, that's the problem. Well, I guess that's the problem because you said they would cancel each other out, and that's what, what he, happened. No, would you? Would you have preferred 
his performance over Ryan Gosling because they gave Ryan Gosling the nomination for Barbie. Uh, I yes, think, I yes, think the job is Ken. No? Yes, no, okay. I would yes, I would have preferred William Defoe over Ryan Gosling. Okay. Am I am I answering you? No. Did you did you think Ryan Gosling gave a good performance as Ken? I didn't like him playing Ken. I didn't like his appearance. His acting was okay, but I didn't like his physical appearance as Ken. Okay. okay. I didn't like his look as Ken. I would have preferred I would have preferred a less androgynous looking Ken. I guess the real dolls are kind of androgynous, but I, I I didn't like They're him. I would have felt more anatomically correct. That is true. Uh, yeah, I, I would have preferred a different looking Ken though in the movie. I well, would have liked my Ken better looking. Well, to me, Ryan Gosling is very cute. Um, I don't think that he's that cute enough. But but I I, 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 I didn't dress. like him playing Ken. Yeah. I didn't like him with the hair. I, I didn't like you. his hair on Ken. I didn't I didn't like him. I didn't like him playing Ken. I I could have I got several other people in mind that I thought would have been better playing Ken. I got you. No, I could I'm, name you know without going in. I could name several other people just right off the top of my head that I think would have been better playing Ken. I can name at least three. Okay. I got you. For me. For me. You know. No, he was I, okay. I, yeah. I understand. I okay. Understand. Okay. Um, okay. And then, my, do you remember I, the the young man that played in, oh my gosh, what is it? May, December? Yes. Uh, and the, he was he was the husband. Yeah, he the, was the husband. husband. Yes, yes. Do you think that yes. he deserved an award? What is his name? Charles Delton. I have to look it up, guys. I I forget his name, but um, he he was pretty good because he seemed as if um he had a level of naivete, even mm -hmm. though he was already married and had children, and was you know he still seemed to be kind of innocent, you know. Yeah. Even though he was like 36 uh, he, years old was, at that point. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was pretty good. I, I did. I think he did a good job. I did yeah. like his job. Yeah, I like the yeah. job he did. Charles Melton. That's his name. Charles okay. Melton. Okay. I wasn't so cure, so so crazy about her. What's her name? Natalie Portman. I wasn't so crazy about her, but anyway. Well, we'll, we'll get to that category. Um, okay. Next, we're doing Best Actor. Best Actor. Huh. Now, we, we have a big snub in Best Actor, by. So Bradley Cooper from Maestro, Coleman Domingo, congratulations for Rustin. Congratulations, Coleman. Yay. Okay. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. Did okay. Did well, we know Paul did his thing. Yes. Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Hmm. And Mr. Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. This is his Yay, first Jeffrey. So, Yay. Congratulations. Okay. First nomination for Jeffrey and also for Coleman Domingo. Okay. So, okay. Who are we missing, Ma? We didn't see him in the SAG nominations. We saw him in Golden Globe and Critics' Choice, but he didn't, he didn't get a nomination. He has a big one. Oh. Nominated, I think, maybe seven times in one month. Oh, okay. Now, this is supporting or nope. best actor? Best, best actor. actor. Mm -hmm. Not William Defoe. Ma, no. He would be supporting. Because he was already, he was supporting. Uh, my big wig, big, big, big wig. De Niro? My De Niro was nominated for supporting. Okay, wait a minute. Wait yes. a minute. I can't, okay, I can't. You, you said De Niro. So who who else is big a big wig in that movie? Oh, you talking about Leo. Yeah. Oh, Leo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they always snub Leo. They snub Leo a lot. Yes, they do. Even mm -hmm. though he's had multiple nominations, he deserved yeah. probably even more. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. they get they, mad they, at him. Yeah, like, they snub Leo a lot. I think Leo, um, I think he'd be all right. You know, I think, I think he, I think he may make it in Hollywood. I think he may have a future. I think, I, I think he'll be, be okay. Fine. I think he'll be yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but they big... snub him. They do. They do snub him a lot. I agree with you. Okay. Um. So best actor. But he's already pretty much of a goat anyway, so they can do what they want to do. You know, at this point in his career, you know. Go ahead, sweetie. Uh. So best actress. Okay. Annette, Annette Benning. My, come on. Annette Benning and Nyad. Yeah. Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Hewler, Anatomy of a Fall, which we didn't see that. Carrie no. Mulligan, Maestro, and Emma Stone, Poor Things. Now, before we get into the nominations, one big one that is not there is Fantasia. Fantasia did not get a nomination and Greta Lee who they said gave a great performance in past lives and my she is the actress that is on the morning show and she's like the the younger boss uh she's you know she's Asian yeah yeah uh, and they're saying that she gave up when she was snubbed so what are your thoughts on this mom we didn't see they her. were snubbed what what, what, what about Fantasia? do you want we me saw to Fantasia. Fantasia was snubbed okay who would you have yeah. taken out Uh oh my goodness. Uh I don't know. Maybe Annette Benning. I may have taken her out because I, I I may have taken Annette Benning out. Um That's it. That that's really it. probably would be it. Yeah, yeah. because Emma Stone and he, even it, it, Emma Stone Emma Stone was off the chain. Hers was yeah. excellent. I would yeah. definitely would not have taken her out. Um, probably just Annette Benning. Not that she didn't give a really good performance, but it wasn't on par as far as I'm concerned with some of the others. Right. You got me. And yeah. and it was I think a kind of easier role to play, and it mm-hmm. was a kind of one dimensional character. Right. You know, yeah. So um I would take a net binning out if I if I had to. Okay. All right. Okay. And we got two and I would more put Fantasia ma- in, of course. Yeah. And we got and two more major- from the and and or our girl from the morning show. Because she's really good. Yeah, she is. Okay. Um okay. two two more of my uh, major categories. Uh we didn't see one of these, well, two of these films. Best director, uh Justine Tourette for Anatomy of a Fall. Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Yargos Lanthimos, Poor Things, and Jonathan Glazer, The Zone of Interest. Now, I just want to preface this mom by saying that they want to give Christopher Nolan the award. He has been um, nominated for, or his pictures have been nominated for a lot of other uh, awards, but he never was nominated for Best director if i'm not mistaken either best director or best picture so this is the year of christopher nolan they want to kiss yeah. his woman. Go okay ahead. all right okay so, so the glaring thing the that question? people are saying about uh, is is should the director greta gerwig should she have been nominated for barbie no no why 
I, I, I didn't see where she did such a fabulous directing job. I mean, the cinematography Wait. was beautiful. The fashion. Wait, but hold up. We forgot one thing. No Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie was a nominee. Oh, forgot and, about Margot Robbie, too. Yeah. And they nominated Ryan Gosling, and they didn't nominate Margot yes, Robbie. No, no, you know, no, uh-uh, no. No way, baby. Margot Robbie did a good job. She did a really good job. Much better than him. <laughs> oh, no. Isn't that oh, ironic? No. Isn't yeah, it? that's ridiculous. That's another snub. Yeah, yeah, we forgot about Margot Robbie. Oh, no. No, 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 no. If anybody was going to be nominated for anything, it should have been her. Right. You know, so, okay. All right, mm -hmm. daughter, let's keep it moving. You All know. right, finally, the last the last one for uh, the Oscars, Best Picture, the big one, Ma. American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest, and Poor Things. So two of them are uh, foreign films, Anatomy of a Fall, actually three, The Zone of Interest, and Past Lives, although I know they speak English in Past Lives. Right. So, uh, okay. What's your favorite? Any snub there? Any movie that you think belongs on this list? That wasn't, that is not on there. No. Do we have American fiction up there? We do. Okay. We do have American fiction. Um, we don't have the color purple up there. We don't have the color purple. That's one that I think should be on the list. Okay. Okay. That's, that's one snub. Um, and we That's do have poor one. things up there. We do have poor things, yeah. Okay, because I thought poor things was really good. Um, okay, we don't have well, we do. We have American fiction. We have poor things. Mm -hmm. um, can't just think the color of purple. It looks just like. the color purple. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I also mind okay. just one one last thing. If you want to add something to it, let me know. I, I want to give strong consideration to Tiana Taylor and A Thousand and One. I thought that she did a really, really good job. Um, not enough recognition for that. And also, I haven't seen it, but I'm hearing that Zac Efron um, gave the performance of his career um, and the, what is it? The claw movie. I can't think of it. It's a, a local one in, in Texas. What's the name of the movie? My, the rest of the movie, iron claw, iron claw. Okay. And so oh, okay. I give Good. consideration to those. Okay. So, okay. All right. So All we'll right. see how it goes. Right. Yeah. So what, what, when is, when is it actually being televised? It's in March. Uh, I don't okay. have the oh. date in front of me, but it's in, we have some time. Okay. All right. Okay. So we'll see. All oh. right. Okay, so congratulations to all those nominated, you know, yeah. congratulations. And for those who were snubbed, hey, keep on with your craft because guess what? More movies to be made. Next and time. sometimes sometimes you don't get it when you think you should, but you get it, you know, at a time, you know, later on, right? We've yeah. seen that happen a number of times, right? Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, don't be discouraged. Just keep on producing wonderful work and enjoying your craft. That's it. And giving yeah. us, you know, and giving us excellent entertainment and, you know, and helping us to enjoy our lives, you know, because you bring yeah. a lot of happiness. Please know, you know, don't be discouraged with these awards, you know, because 
you know, they're not a fair representation of what you do overall. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, Ma. I'm but I'm not get... surprised about Taraji. Yeah, I know. I know you're not. Okay. All right, right. So this brings us to the segment where Ma, I remember Ma said in the last episode that she couldn't think of any really good shows that got canceled after one or two seasons. And she couldn't think, you know, I guess offhand. So some of these, Ma, you may know, and some of them you don't know. So I'm just going to go through a list. Oh, and when I mentioned Southland, Southland was actually on the I remember five seasons. Oh, wonderful. And it was on five seasons? Yes. Now, well, the then problem, it doesn't belong in this category. No, it, do, it doesn't belong in the category. But here's the issue with it. It right. was on NBC for one right. season. And, and then they put it they to canceled it. Networks. And then right, TNT right. picked it up for the remainder. Okay. All so, right, so good. So it's not in this category. It's not in this category. So you're good. right. Okay. Right. So here so here we go. My some of these you will remember or you won't. Some of them I don't remember. Okay. So Freaks and Geeks, Ma. So this was okay. in 1999 to 2000. And this okay. was Okay. Judd Apatow came up. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say about these, but I'm just going to listen you and can make say, it rapid say, because oh, I know they're duds already. Well, you can ahead. say, oh, I remember that show. Oh, I like that. Okay. Oh, I don't even How about, remember. Oh, say, I, I don't remember it. of it. Okay. You, Freaks and Geeks. No. Duds. James Franco and Seth Rogen and Busy Phillips were in this. Yeah. That already sounds sucky. Go ahead. My So-Called Life, Ma. Now that was I heard it, that one. and Jared Leto. Yeah, it was only on one season. It only stayed on for it one season, and and it was critically acclaimed. And I think she won either an Emmy or an Oscar, not Oscar, an Emmy. Oh well, something happened to it. She was fifteen. Well, what happened? They had other contracts. Something went wrong. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. I heard of it, but something is not right. Oh, you don't think that was a good show? I don't remember it. You don't remember Jordan, and he was so cute and. Yeah, the, apparently uh, you, know, you do, but keep going. Jared Leto. You remember Jared Leto. I remember. I know Jared Leto. Yeah, but go ahead. Okay. Come All on, right. Pay. You're wasting people's time with that. Go ahead. <laughs> party Down. And that came out in 2000. Party, party Down is the name of it. You know already it wasn't going to stay on law. <laughs> no, listen. No, what happened was. <laughs> so what happened was some of the cast members left. Jane Lynch. And Adam Scott from, you know, Parks and Rec, uh, you know, so, yeah, so that, but, but it was a good show. It was, I fun. bet. Go ahead. Next. Smash. 20, Next. 20, no, you remember Smash, Ma. Remember I that? remember it was a movie. No, Smash. no, it wasn't a movie. It was with um Catherine McPhee and uh, what's Grace? What's her name? Deborah Messing. You remember that? And they were trying to do a, put a musical on Broadway. Right. You remember that? And it was so good. Right. Next. It was good. I enjoyed Go it. Yeah. High high see, see, you should have told other people about it. It was just you watching it. Whatever. High my. Fidelity? Yes. In 2020. No, not the one from many, many years ago. This is the one with Zoe Kravitz and uh, what's the name? The Divine Randolph Brown. Remember the one that's nominated for an Oscar? I can't think of her name now. Yeah. And uh, Jake Lacey, you remember that, Mom? Okay. It's yeah, keep the going. original. It's based on the original okay. movie starring John Cusack and Lisa Bonet and Jack Black. Okay. Well, please don't try to make people remember these. Go ahead. Okay. Twin Peaks, two seasons, Mom. And yeah, Twin Peaks. Yeah, that was good. 
that was good. That had a really good reputation. But it only so stayed on said, for two seasons. Right. People said, let's put it away and bring it back later. Go ahead. They did. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay, my now I know that this one really was was really way before my time. Um, get Christy Love. Yes, I remember that was different. That was uh, Teresa Graves. Teresa Graves, different. right? And she was yes, the second I black mean, woman to lead a network drama. Yeah, that was different. So what happened? Mm -hmm. What you think happened? No. Okay. Go ahead. All right. How about Firefly, my starring Gina Torres and Nathan Fillon in uh, 2002? It was too hot. Fireflies. <laughs> it was too hot for the people. Go ahead. What else? How about uh, in 2013, Almost Human starring Michael, uh, Michael Ely and uh, Minka Kelly? And he was supposed it was set in the future where human police officers are partnered with Android counterparts. It was too progressive. People weren't ready for it. Now, I know, okay, Ma, I know for this one, you can't say anything crazy. Watchmen, Regina King. Watchmen was good, but you know what? It had such good stars. They had other things to do. They didn't want to stay with it. No, they wanted to bring it back, but it was just a lot going on. That's what I'm saying. They had so much to do. People had so much to do. They didn't want to continue with it they had other contracts and whatnot okay how about run the world they already had a duplicate of that harlem they had that on another network harlem right how about swagger well no swagger it doesn't count because it's been out for three seasons never mind okay go ahead love is and swagger was good anyway yeah, but it wasn't, it, it had, it survived more than two seasons. So that, that's not right. I, okay, I, go ahead. Lo Love is one season wonder, Ma. Remember that one? I heard the name, but I didn't really it. Watch was a it. couple. Remember, it was about the love story of the TV producer, Mara Brock Akil. Remember? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Never mind. I'll just leave it. How about Legendary, Ma? Uh, which one was legendary? Was that what, about La Roche? What's team? No, La Roche. You mean Law Roche? Law Roche. Yes. Uh, uh, you talking about um the dancing? Yes. Ballroom Bogan, stuff. Yes. Oh yeah, that's lovely. That's wonderful. But it's gone after two seasons. Well, but that's more than one. As somebody saw two, most of them. That's di that's different. That that's a kind of that's a really highly specialty, you know, entertainment show. That's different, and they got so many people. They don't have a specific cast. They have so many people. Well, that's they have the same judges, but yeah, you're right. They switch I out judges it, too. But Me I enjoyed too. it. But they, I liked it a lot. But they switch out judges too. They have some, you know, perennials, but they switch out judges as well. They have guest judges and, you know, they have I Deshaun. Know. He's always there, but they switch out, you know. Okay, Ma. How about Underground starring Journey Smollett and Aldous Hodge produced by John Legend? I, I didn't really watch Underground. I didn't watch it either. I didn't want right. to see another picture like right. that. It was, it, right. It was just too sad for me too. Yeah. That's right. Okay, my this is a bad one to, to bring up, but it was an interesting series. Love Cat Lovecraft Country starring Journey Smollett. I didn't I didn't watch that one. And either. Jonathan Majors. 
Yeah, I didn't watch that one. I know you did, but I didn't. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot, but it was yeah. good. Yeah, I and didn't. It might I have didn't been watch too much. that one. Okay. Okay. Um, and oh, two more. L.A.'s Finest, starring Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba. I saw a couple episodes of that, but you know, it was always it always seemed like it was going off. <laughs> it never seemed like it had a long life. It always just seemed like a a movie special. You know, they used to have a, the after-school movie of the week special or something. It never yeah. seemed like it was expected to be a regular series. Well, yeah. And it just never, it never did. And finally, my two seasons in, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Now, we well, know- Well, that's different. Here. What happened? We know why that went off the air. Uh, it came out during the writer's strike. Right, and right. So, so many of the real life uh, personalities were against it because right. they felt that it maybe revealed a little too much or didn't paint right. them in a perfect light. Right. So, Absolutely. Well, that was a, that was a totally different. Once again, that was, was a kind of special thing. Yeah. I mean, most of these things are fiction. You know, this yeah. is you know, this was like almost reality, or it could have been, or or it's the issue that we don't know how much of it really was the truth you know right. so that was a whole nother thing yeah that's a specialty but yeah well so you have a good list going there you know I'm but it basically bad. yeah but it's still you know just sort of you know you know underscores what i said uh you know the real good ones usually hang around a bit longer so okay. but okay okay well know. speaking around there's, about there's exceptions to the rules that was a good list daughter i give you credit that was a good list Okay. All right, Ma. And before we go, speaking about uh, hanging around for a long time, Tristan Thompson has been suspended for 25 games for violating the NBA's anti-drug program. Now, uh -oh. they found PEDs in his system. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Right. He's not supposed to have those performance-enhancing drugs. 25 games, no uh -oh. pay. Uh, oh, oh, that's serious. And that's Chloe will that. rescue him. Well, look, does, does Chloe work? Is she one of the ones with money? They all have money, ma. Well, no but, no, but some of them are like super duper wealthy. I mean, well, I never she, knew. Chloe is the one that was married to Lamar. Oakley. Lamar, yeah, the big one. So I don't know exactly what Chloe is doing right now. The ones that seem to do the oh, most what did work she ever are... Do? There's well, one of them that's supposed to be a model. That's uh, that's Kendall. Right. Okay. But they're all in that family. K you know, Kendall's whatever. a model. Kylie has the beauty line. And we know Kim has a hands in everything. The rest right. of them just kind of hang on go with the flow. And Right. Right. And I think Chloe is one that goes with the flow. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think she's a clinger on her. You know. But she is I pretty funny, she, I'm sure. I yeah, well, she's in one of those commercials for something medicine. Remember, she's on. I've seen her daughter. with her little daughters and yeah. this and that. I, I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't know that she had like a job other than that. You know what I mean? Because you said she's going to handle stuff, so I'm just wondering. I'm sure she know. has plenty of money, Ma. You know, they okay. get money for being a Kardashian at this point. Yeah, so. I got you. Okay. All right, Ma. I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The same three things that always make me smile and will continue to make me smile for the rest of my life. And that is the sun, the stars, and the moon. The sun, the stars, and the moon, daughter. 
How okay. about you? Uh, number one, I'm going to say kudos again to Joel, Joel and B for scoring 70 points. Awesome. Okay. Um, congratulations goes out to all of the Academy Award nominees. I want to give a special shout out to Lily Gladstone. She's making history as the first Native American nominated for Best Actress. Oh, wow. Oh, congratulations and shout out. And I want to name Gladstone is Gladstone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And also the rock is now a board member of TKO, which is the parent company of WWE and the UFC. And that also means that he gets the rights to the rock. So you can now call him the rock and he's getting the money for it. So Okay. On the rock. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah, well, not like he doesn't already have plenty of money. He but... barely has any money, Ma. Yeah. He's a very yeah. poor man. So, right. Ma, um, anything that you Congratulations want to... to the rock. Okay. Congratulations. Ma, anything you want to say before we go? I want to tell everyone to, you know, uh, watch the Australian Open, okay? Because we're wrap wrapping it up, right? You know, it's getting yeah. down to the finals coming soon mm -hmm. and um and enjoy you know the rest of the playoff games until we talk again the next time we talk it'll be eh, no it won't be super we won't know we're gonna talk a couple of what yeah. yeah okay yeah but um yeah. just enjoy the games you know and you know stay safe don't drink drug and drive okay and you know you know what your duties are be stay woke and be aware of all the happenings in your communities. Okay. Okay, guys. Um, thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. As always, continue to follow us on X, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, on Threads. Guys, um, forward our information to everybody to keep it going. Um, continue to send us your DMs. We appreciate it. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, All Things Beju, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. We will be talking in depth about a popular reality show coming up in the month of February guys we're excited to tell you about that um that's gonna be a lot of fun um other than that like ma said be safe and you know what to do we'll talk to you soon bye, bye.